Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 839 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined today, I'm, I'm by myself in the studio. Even Tyler's not in the studio with me, even Dang. side by side. Someone could break in here and try to... Sion could come in here and try to beat me up. It's just me and Sion, and I'm, it's going to go yeah, down. Yeah, get it done today. He might get it done today. And there's not a lot of room to run in this studio, so I could be in real danger. Uh, normally, uh-huh. JD's here to protect me, but JD is in Jewel, Iowa, a gym in a friendly setting. That's right. That's the slogan, if you don't know. And Ben Funky Askren, he's in Wisconsin, parts unknown. What's yeah, up, Ben? Oh, nothing. I actually, you know, you, the question on there from Jared Lawrence about the PL, and I was scrolling through uh, the matches. I know I had a couple in my mind that were, that were really good, uh, but I was kind of scrolling through the rest of the results. He's kind of wink-facing here, like... Uh... I read that as like he did they beat you or something? Uh we actually didn't keep team score. Um we he probably the, yeah, Pinnacle probably brought the <clears throat> Pinnacle probably brought brought the best team. Daniel's team had a really good tournament also. I mean I because the that tournament the matches I was thinking about actually was at 132. Um his guy, Daniel Zapeta, who I, I don't think he was ranked, but he he won that bracket and had Dalton Perry, Derek Guanajuato, Kyler Larkin, and a handful of other really tough kids. Um, but Guanajuato and Perry had a wild match where Perry came back at the very end and then beat him in overtime. Um, and then Zapata beat Perry in the final 2-1. And there's a really controversial call at the end of Daniel and DC were, you know, bickering with each other over the call. And I think I think the right call was no takedown. And I think that was the correct call. I was I was pretty close to the action on that one. Um so though that that, that weight class was good. A 160 was the other good one because my guy Zane, he um he beat the number five guy in the country in the very first match and then went two and two the rest of the day. Dang. Um yeah, it was just a really tough bracket. I think there was like three or four national rank guys in there. Also, um, there was this a- Andrew Christie was the one who eventually won. I, and I didn't really know him prior to this event, um, 
And then Zach Hansen was there, Travis Grace, uh, a few other really, really tough kids. Um, so successful first then, event, in your opinion? Yeah, I thought, I thought you know, all the boxes that we want to check, the only one we didn't check uh, was we went a little longer. Um, and I think I think that was just because uh, there were so many competitive matches. Uh, everyone we talked to that ran tournaments said, you know, kind of figure like 12 matches an hour. We were at like eight or nine just because there Whoa. were – very minimal pins or tech falls it was which is good i mean that was probably the number one objective we had was uh getting all competitive matches so we did a good job there that's awesome yeah very good yeah it was was very good well cool Mm -hmm. all right let's we got we have so much to get to man you walk no one's in in austin right now no one here but where are they well, I'm I'm saying no one that I'm speaking with currently is in Austin. Oh. Like I could JD hey. and I could have a moment of relatability right now. What I was gonna say is you step outside here in Austin and it feels like fall. It feels like the seasons are uh-huh. finally changing. Probably what eighty seven degrees? No, it was six. <laughs> it was sixty four this morning. Sixty four. It was amazing. Uh, I was like, oh man, it's right around the corner. It's, it's almost all right here weather. It's getting That's there. Funny. It's getting. Um. There. Hey. Totally hey. off top. Totally off top. Oh, hey, you know who else I got? I gave one more shout out, and then I'll be done with the PL. My guy at one seven. You need to go tell Spade next door. My guy at one seventy, Ethan Riddle. He beat the number seven and number ten guys on Spade. Doesn't do he high school them. rankings. That's David. David Bray. Tell him to. Okay, I'll tell Spade. <laughs> I'll tell Spade, bro. Ben uh, is furious at you. What's his name? Ethan Riddle. He beat. Uh, he beat the two kids from Minnesota. He beat Bryce Burkett, who was a Fargo champ, and he beat Jed Wester, who's he's number seven in the rankings sounds like a beast so, yeah um you know it's good 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 results for him um hey austin texas this guy i listened to yesterday on rogan that was oh my god that's a good episode that dude is like i met that guy you met him he's oh he loves he loves you know what he loves for grappling right uh, obviously yeah yeah he's uh, hooking our guy our flow grappling friend michael sears up with all the trt yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sears just posts twenty four seven about being on TRT and deadlifting and squatting. <laughs> he's he's gotten substantially bigger. That's working. <laughs> it's working. Uh, it's working. Wow. Um, he's gonna no, be looking like Dutor Belfort before too long. Oh yeah. my goodness! You, you got to go listen to listen to eighteen seventy three uh, episode. It was really good. It was good. Yeah. Yep. Think, he mm-hmm. has an interesting name, like Griffith or Griffin Brigham. It was uh, no Brigham. Br- Brigham. 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 Yeah. Griffith was yeah. close. It was in the neighborhood. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll check that one <laughs> Brigham out. Young? Mm-hmm. Brigham. No no relation in all likelihood. Um, is that a flow mug in in a jewel no, in a friendly just, setting? just a red. That's the same mug that we get, though. It's the exact same probably, mug. Probably, and then just we put the logo right there. We just there. paint it. We just paint that mug. I heard Jay like a... scrub, the, scrub the logo off. It's, wow. It's... Huge, huge flow hater. No free Raider. Um, okay, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Um, man, where was I going? I don't even know. I have no idea. There's no way. Yes, to know. That's when I should have cut Fall, the Fall uh, in Austin. Fall in Austin. That's where you were at. Oh yeah, cut the I mean, uh, the Brock Lesnar promo. Uh, the Coors Light. Yeah, but Flow Wrestling they don't pay me enough. <laughs> yeah, dang it, oh, that's a good one. Sorry, JD. Um, mm-hmm. okay. So seasons, yes, but. More importantly, schedules. Schedules are basically almost out. It always oh, seems like yep. the teams whose schedules you want to see the most are the ones that are the last ones to put it out. It's like who's not out? Like, Penn State. 
Penn State, Iowa's, and um, Oklahoma State's are the three that I looked for that could not I could not locate. Iowa has posted mm-hmm. their Big Ten's uh, schedule, but you couldn't find their the rest. Um, Penn State hasn't posted theirs as of yet, nor has Oklahoma State. Of course, you can piecemeal a lot of it together because the teams that are wrestling put out their schedules, so you, you know a decent amount. But, uh, man, I, I went through and was like, Looking at some of the best, uh, some some really really fun weekends. Maybe we can get into that later on. But uh, oh, JD yeah. has um, JD and Spay have updated the Division One rankings. I'm looking at them is, right now. Which is maybe where we should start, and I think we should start at the pound for pound because it is a t- it is a tough one. And the hot take. I don't think it's hot. I don't think it's cold. I think it's I think it's a actually instead of a campy. Uh, wrong. I think it's a can't be right situation with the pound for pound because kind of is, huh? Yeah, right. Because you you can't be right. You can't have Yanni behind Spencer, but you can't have Spencer. You gotta have. I mean, it's like this is the time for the co-hodge cop out for JD, and you didn't have the courage to do what Win Magazine did and just say there's two hot trophy winners, <laughs> even if the votes don't add up. Um, and didn't instead, have the cojones to pick one. So how I mean in the the thing about the discussion is you know why someone arrived at the either decision they they arrive at. If you put Spencer Lee number 1, you're valuing bonus points the most. If you put Yanni number 1, you're valuing an, an unblemished schedule well, the most. One of the things that you guys talk about um in this isn't it that with these guys it's like who they've beaten before? Isn't mm-hmm. that a big one? Big part of it? That is a part of it. Okay. So Yanni, I mean, Yanni's 149 last year wasn't, like, insane. There was no really, really high-level guy that he had to beat. So that that really probably hurt him in this category. We're talking about historical data. Right. I would almost think in He beat in more good guys case, last year than Spencer Lee, though. Well, <laughs> Spencer Lee didn't wrestle. So but he, even, yeah. exactly. even when you consider, yeah. even if you compare Spencer's, right. this is a, a bridge season, the, 20, the 21 season, okay. he didn't hit uh, – the best guy he hit was, I mean, Courtney, McKee, Hildebrandt. The, these are not, you know, pound-for-pound pound contenders, right? Uh, maybe Courtney sure. is at this point, but I don't think so. Um, uh, mm, no, I mean, he's not, he's not far off, obviously. Like, you know, Austin Gomez and Warner are the last two, and Courtney's made an NCAA final and placed really high. And, yeah, so I would say Courtney's not behind, like, uh, Monday, Labriola, Warner, Gomez. But he's not that far behind. Right, but you think about oh. Courtney. I think pretty sure McKee outplaced him um, last year at NCAA's. Ah, uh, but you can't count the wrestle back. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure those count. I think they go on the uh, official record. Um, um, what about so RBY has the fixed wins? Obviously, I mean to me that's like if this this list is not the Hodge Trophy list. The Hodge Trophy list to me is all about dominance, mm-hmm. um, and that one. Very specific season. It's not about a career. It's about that specific season. The career is like down to the seventh category. Okay. Um, so, you know, when you talk about the entirety of their career, RBY is someone the last couple of years being fixed. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel like you could almost argue him the number one. If we're talking Hodge trophy statistics, no, you, you can't argue him the number one. But if you're talking about pound for pound, you can probably argue him the number one. And I kind of feel similarly about Aaron Brooks. Interesting. That weight class has been ridiculous. That's a great point. Um, I think yeah. I don't I don't disagree at all. 
Roman hasn't lost since 2020 Big Tens. Two so years two, ago. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's had two like, straight undefeated seasons. Yes. Um, so so Yan- Yanni's Brooks, last right? loss. Yes. Am I forgetting one? No, Aaron hasn't lost either. Oh, no, he lost, yeah, he lost to Miles Man. Duh. Oh, yeah, Big Tens. Mm-hmm. How quickly you yeah. forget. Scratch my Aaron, scratch my Aaron Brooks comment. Yeah. Although, I mean, we're talking about quality of competition. That's an Olympic bronze medalist we're talking about. And, who he beat twice. Um, who he beat twice, yeah. So, And that's where RBY beat a world silver medalist. Like, I think that should probably count. And if you're throwing in him, then I think Carter's in the mix, too. Um, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're three, four, and five right now. But Carter, did Car- Carter lost two seasons ago, right? Oh, yeah, he had the DJ Washington loss uh, the year yeah. he won. And then he also lost yeah. to Kimmer no, that he had, year. Yeah, he had two losses. So, yeah, so I, I think uh, I think RBY probably the best argument, but um, you know, I think there's an argument for Brooks. Probably yeah. not Strzok as much. Brooks having lost so quote recently, I think is yeah. is a blemish. I put him at four. Yeah, but when you think well, it would be fun to kind of stack rank all their best wins. Um, I mean. Out of the list, two wins over Dayton Fix is undeniably the, the best resume booster in terms of competition beating, yes, right? Absolutely. Um and what who has the second best win in that bunch? Um but then just, um well the other thing RBY is how consistently he beat um DeSanto. Uh because DeSanto was real. I mean, when we look at his list, like if you said DeSanto still has eligibility, you would absolutely put DeSanto above some of these people on the bottom of the list, for sure. 100%. Um, so, you know, like, that's a really good win, and he did it every every single time he did it. Yes. Well, almost every. Not a, more recently. Well, yes. sorry, the last two years, every single yes. time. He's lost to him okay. twice. But, uh, yeah, for sure, very, very dominant. And looking back through... I don't think the quality opponents, if if you just look at Spencer and Yanni, I don't think it's super, super different. Do you? I think you go back to Spencer's um, true freshman year. No. I think Nick Soriano is is a is an amazing win. He beat Nick Piccinini multiple times. Those were really good wins. Um NATO is a big feather in his cap and he beat big NATO win. twice. Um but really a lot of it is a pro, uh, you know, who's in your weight obviously is a big, big component of that as well. Yeah. Um, McKenna, McKenna's a good one for uh, Yanni. I mean, it's, we're going a while back, right? Because he had the two years off. McKenna, Ironman, um, both were really good. He, be, he beat them, well, both twice in the 2019 season. Um, you know, Meredith, Ironman again, Heil again. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it's Yanni's a weird one because obviously he's got the Nick Lee win also. So there's some good wins on there, um, but it is weird because he had the two years where he didn't wrestle. So kind of like the big jump backwards. Yeah, you have to go f- sort of far back, but you kind of do for Spencer too because he didn't wrestle really last year, um, mm-hmm. and then the year before was the, a bridge season, and the year before that he didn't get to wrestle at NCAA's. Yeah. Um, so he missed a lot of um, potential resume boosting things there. Whereas, like the year, uh, probably that that 2019 2020 season was the best we ever saw uh, Spencer wrestle. Probably where he had 100 percent bonus rate, I believe. Um, but he, he majored Schroeder. He 
major Nick Piccinini at the end there, but he didn't get a lot of opportunities against elite guys that year at all. I mean, the best guys That's he wrestled really... were Pitch, Schroeder. He never had a hundred percent bonus. Uh, he didn't. His uh, years seventy five, seventy three, oh, eighty eight, ninety one. Medley. He had that. He had one decision that year to Jack Medley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Uh, good catch. I mean, uh, so he he's not had a ton of ton of elite wins himself. I mean, I I think if you stack up him and Yanni's wins, I think they're kind of comparable. What about RBY? And RBY maybe a step above. He's got the Dayton ones, which are tremendous. But I I think yeah. you can't underrate. Now, I'm curious. How do we judge the Yanni win over Dean Heil? A true freshman beating a two-time champ. But Big thumbs up. It's a big thumbs up. But if you look at that season, it's not that. It's really not that. Yeah, he wasn't great. Dean Heil was was losing quite a few matches. There's a reason they were seated so near each other. Um, Uh, I said said we count it. We count it. Well, certainly we count it. <laughs> um, I mean, the one the one thing that comes to my RBY because we are kind of looking over the entirety of the career is like, you know, Spencer and Yanni won it every single time, and and RBY does have a seventh. Yes. So yes, that's huge. You know, like that would be my it argument as to why he, he can't be bumped. He might have been eighth. Was he eighth? He was eighth. Okay. Eighth. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's uh, that definitely hurts. Dayton, yes. DeSanto. Other than DeSanto, best wins. I'm not sure what they Barbie are. Wide. Yep. Uh, Never beat lost, Gross. Lost to Gross. Never beat right? Rivera. Yep. Um, Alvarez, you know, this is not. No, no. No. Just no. Just no. I'm just I'm listen. You yeah, suggested it. I'm looking at names. Chris right. Cannon, Fix DeSanto, Corbin Myers. I mean, part of it is that those other two fixing. I mean, I mean, you put Michael McGee way over above, uh, above um, uh, Alvarez, but yeah, I mean, he wrestled yeah. DeSanto how many times? What four times last two years or five times? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, um, wrestled him three times last year. Right. His schedule in 2021 was kind of weak, but that was Corona year, so everyone was kind of weak. And then, yeah, 20, 2020, he really made a big jump from 2020 to 2021, and 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 the weight class thinned out a little bit. That's what I was going to say. Part, yeah. Partially the weight class cleared, but that only holds up so much when Dayton fixes in your weight and you beat him twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. Did you – well, let's ask J.D., did you consider Roman at all for the top spot? Or was it just Yanni Spencer? It was just Yanni Spencer. Got it. it it's yeah, it looking at the, the you know, the, the entire career, which you have to do for pound for pound. Yeah. It, it's it's pretty obvious. It was those two guys. Now, I will say I made a strong push for Yanni. You did, but you were thwarted. I was, I was, I was thwarted when it all was said and done. So what was your, what was your case? To me, I just value the, I value not losing. Yeah. It means, means a lot. Yeah. It's like, how, how do you. Consistency. How many losses can you, the the question I would have posed if I wanted to advocate for, for um, Yanni is, okay, how many, at what point do the losses start to take a notch out of, bonus points if this guy's losing 
multiple times a year, every year, which Spencer is not, but he he did in his first two years. You know, at yeah. what point does that start to eat into his argument, or is it just bonus? Is it just bonus? I, right? I think that does eat into his argument. For it, sure. it does. It absolutely does. Absolutely. Also, the fact that Spencer wrestled four match, four five matches last year, three. and now obviously three. No, he only three. He wrestled the one the, the the singular event, and then was done. Right, correct. Three mm-hmm. matches, like obviously he was hurt, and like normally that shouldn't really go into effect too much because you think he's come back healthy. But when the margin is this slim, like it's almost like a come back and prove it type of thing. Like. We saw Yanni last year. He won. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know that. But, but at the same time, Yanni was gone for two straight seasons. Also, you know. Yeah, but it wasn't last season. Yeah. When yeah, they when these two were both in the pound for pound rankings at the same time, you have to go all the way back to like the 2018-2019 season. Yeah, and Yanni was ahead. It's true. It's wild. That's crazy. Yanni because has lost Olympic. He had the Olympic red shirt, and then um, obviously Ivy's didn't have the season. Spencer gets hurt. Do you realize it was 2017 when when Yanni lost? 2017. It was. Yes. It was five years ago. December. It was December. Yeah. Is that yeah, not you crazy? Went to Yanni number one. Man. It, it it's the undefeated part for so long for so many years mm-hmm. is that's obviously the case and it is it it is an impressive yeah. thing i think i'm going yanni number 1 maybe i don't know maybe um make it a little more live this year you know don't let maybe mix it up yanni comes out balls out for a weekend maybe you, you put him give a little I'll bulletin board up. material make yeah. it a back and um. forth Hey, so they're saying this the Hodges, the just for them to announce two Hodges at the end of the year. No, that's that's what's I, will, I will freaking no, I will go to where are they? Where are they based? Somewhere in Iowa. They're based somewhere in Iowa. I will go down was there. Wisconsin. I'll start face kicking. Face kicking. Your foot can't they're get that high. The president, president. And what if Gable comes back? No, don't just stop. Three. I- Shut your filthy Three? mouth, Raider. Shut Listen, your filthy mouth. If you win NCAAs, that, I mean, if you make the finals, that's a hot <laughs> candidacy. You make the finals, that's candidacy. Uh, hey, some people are saying Max Dean is being uh, disrespected by put, be putting down at number eight. How hmm. do you guys respond to that? How do we respond? Uh, I'm not saying that I disagree with the ranking. Um, Let's let I'm JD saying, respond. Um, I'm, let me while I look at this. Let's see who he's behind. Um, my man lost to Cam Caffey. Yeah, you lost to Cam Caffey. That's it. That's all you guys say. There it is. <laughs> all right, you lost. No, no disrespect. Where, where are they? Where are they upset? YouTube chat. YouTube. I, you know, I should have looked if it was the same person being saying it. Uh, let's see. It's that person. I'm guessing you uh, can if you geo track them. It'll be uh, the Pennsylvania area. <laughs> I mean, he's behind Dayton Fix. Um, yeah, he's pretty good. He can until yeah. I mean, you could maybe yeah. say, okay, he won NCAAs, Dayton didn't, but Dayton lost to Roman, and he lost to Cam. I know he won NCAAs. Oh, but... it was the same person saying that. I'm an idiot. Also, 133 is tougher, <clears throat> tougher weight, so a little more grace there. Mm-hmm. Eight's pretty good for Max. 
Yeah. Egan number six. Solid. It'll be interesting to watch him as his his dominance, other than Spencer, might be the highest uh, throughout the year, and he has one loss in his career. Right, Wenzel. That's Who? It. Oh, yeah, Keegan's only got one loss. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be a Yanni? Man, um, I, it's interesting I'm because that for, I'm counting him as undefeated. That first year going to be redshirt year. I'm sad that's a redshirt. <laughs> that was a redshirt year. You all know it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that will be interesting to see how we compare those years. Weird, it's gonna be weird when when guys have five years. Yeah, which four do you count? Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, especially you know some. I mean, benefits some someone like Roman who was clearly not the favorite going into the 2020 NCAs. So you would have, you know, a, he took eighth fresh, true freshman year. Second year, he was probably what, a four seed, five seed, somewhere in there. Something like that. Something like that, you know, so he would have been down. And so he probably, you know, maybe he does a Penn State bump and gets a third, um, you know. But and now when he didn't get the NCAs, he gets an extra year. And now he won the title the following year. And I, and I think he made a jump there. It's going to benefit someone like that immensely. At the Man, same these, time, these are the saddest brackets. How ever much more at. can our opinion of RBY really improve when it's, I guess, Beto will be in the bracket as well this year? But like, if he beats Staten again in the final, yeah, I don't think our opinion of him increases at all. Well, what for right on, and you he don't see this much, but if he, in the record book, it would be late in his career. But if he turned up his bonus substantially, that would. That would be pretty rare that something like that happens. Yeah, it doesn't happen much. Roman was the five seed that year. Um, I bet you guys don't look it up. I'll give you both a guess. Who uh-uh. uh, who is the three seed? And I'll give you the first two. Sebastian Rivera. NCAA, well, so it's gross. 2020 NCAs. 2020 NCAs. Number one seed was Sebastian Rivera. Number two seed was Seth Gross. Number three and- seed. Um, so you said Roman was four or five. Which one did you say? He was five. He was five. I'll give you the four seed. Uh, okay. Mickey Phillippe well, was da- the four. It couldn't have been no, the okay, Santo, I mean, could Dayton, it? But Dayton, no, Dayton was redshirt that year for Olympic Olympic redshirt. Yeah. So I, I, was it DeSanto? It had to be DeSanto. Yeah, it's DeSanto. Chaz Tucker. Oh, he went oh, undefeated. Yeah, he was undefeated. <laughs> Wait, so was DeSanto six? Um, he was. Wow. Oh, because, yeah, RBY beat DeSanto in the third-place match of Big Tens. Mm-hmm. Mm, Mine knows the semis, semi-match. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, a fun trip down memory lane of a very sad bracket that never got filled out, unfortunately. Yeah. What a yeah. shame. The memory's lost. They need to. They need to freaking. And I, if I don't say it, Ben's gonna say it in four seconds. They need to try the football stadium thing again. Yeah, they gotta do, do that it. Damn football stadium! I was so excited for the damn football stadium, and then they, they didn't do it. So Bummer. sad. That was. Bro, do you know? Like, I mean, do you remember how crazy that was? It was like, um, they de- they had done the the cha- conference championships, and then that week you know it was like starting to corona thing was starting to pick up steam and, and to the point where i was working for espn that year and they said okay we're gonna do Flex. it with no fans no fans yeah that that was and it was gonna be so wild it was gonna be an empty football stadium with eight mats in the middle that would have been so weird I mean, oh my gosh i wasn't there but it seemed weird enough in 2021 i can't imagine in an arena that big yeah, yeah st louis yeah, was 2021 was strange 
Did, oh, you went, right? I went, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that'd be that would be weird. But yeah, that I remember during that whole saga um when it got canceled, Ben like every show would be like, "Do you guys realize they were going to have NCAAs in a freaking football stadium and they canceled <laughs> hey, it?" He we didn't do that again. Ben yeah. was a COVID uh he was an early on this might be the real deal. Bubba. He was remember. saying like two weeks, three weeks before. Yep. There's this pandemic happening in China right now. Yep. Oh, we we should... bought a bunch of pasta and rice and we, we were we were well supplied at the Askren household. We didn't leave in the first part, we didn't leave for about two weeks. And I'm like, hey, I, I think we're gonna be all right. And then Ben uh, was a COVID hoarder. Wow, I got ready. I got prepared. I got prepared, and then after a couple weeks, I'm like, ah, right, this we're gonna be all right. Amy, you can right. boil this pasta. Yeah, um, have some of that good rigatoni. Hey, you know, you know who I said a really Loaded funny up the freezer really, with ice cream. <laughs> I had a really funny thought about uh, um, NCAs in 2021 in St. Louis. So the first session, so remember that there was no one you couldn't sit. Like it was like four hitting four seats of between everyone or something like that. It was something ridiculous, right? And so I'm sitting there drinking my coffee, and the 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 person comes on the first session, and you know starts yelling at me because I'm not putting my mask up fast enough. I'm like, oh. and then she says, I, the version says, I'm gonna put you on the list or some something like this, you know? <laughs> I'm like, oh god, what a pain in the ass. So the next session, next session, the, the, the person working um, comes over, and I have my mask up, and they start talking about how I'm on this list, and I'm thinking. Where are these MFers getting this list from? And he start and they start getting like real aggressive with me. And I'm like, I'm getting super annoyed. Like, I didn't even do shit this session. Like, why? And and this is about them is about to lose it. I look over and uh Keith Davidson had put this person up to it. He's sitting over here like <laughs> dying laughing that this person's harassing me and I'm getting so frustrated. I don't know if he paid him 20 bucks or just like begged him who's, or what. Who's Keith Davidson? But, uh that's Lucas's dad. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was he was a Big Ten champ at uh, Wisconsin, I think. But uh, but it was so funny because I don't know how he knew that the first person had told me I was on a list because <laughs> the first person in the morning session told me I was going to be on a list, and then the person in the night session says you're on the list. And I'm like, this freaking list is pissing me off. <laughs> Classic story. Oh, so funny. Okay. So in the Yanni versus Spencer thing, uh, I kind of my gut, like gun to my head, was Spencer, just because because of the dominance. But man, you you can't feel good about it. Personally. No, can't no. feel good. That's okay. It's to me, it's I test versus looking at records, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, now if. If Yanni has comparable bonus, which this would be a, a, a leap and a big adjustment for Yanni, then I think you have to look at look at that. But I yeah, just don't see it. I don't, I don't see I don't see Yanni making the bonus jump. Me either. Me which either. is why I, I'm I'm a huge Yanni fan. But man, he so he's been he's been his first year was actually his best: sixty eight point four, fifty eight point six, fifty seven point one. If he's there, don't give him the Hodge. I'm sorry. That's not listed. If Spencer goes on to feed and he's at 90, Spencer gets the Hodge. That's just how it goes down. We can't give like can't give freaking multiple Hodges. Who do who do I need to talk to? Kyle Klingman? Is that who I need to talk to? Mike Finn? <laughs> I don't which one of these I jokers? I don't think Kyle Klingman has much to do with it. 
But yeah, Who's I think on the Hodge should, committee? honestly, yeah, you should talk to Kyle Klingman about this. He'll get Klingman. He'll don't shake. even think about it. <laughs> he'll shake the right tree. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. There's other weights that exist other than the pound for pound thing. There is. What were some of the? Yeah, apparently. Uh, so as I scroll, I'm I'm learning this. JD, maybe without going weight by weight, what were some of the tougher weights, more interesting weights that that you had to rank? Where do you put Bryce Hendonian moving up from 149 to 157? Hmm. Um, I like where he's at. I like or, where he's at. Behind Teamer, yeah. who's very established. Ooh, but the Ed Scott thing's interesting. Uh, did they wrestle? They probably wrestled Ed's true freshman year. Bunch, well, two years ago they wrestled. I'm sure Andonian would have won. Um, man, I think yeah. I, I think you kind of nailed it. I yeah. think in front feels, of Brayton is fair. Weird. Spay yeah. was making the argument for him at number one because the oh lack gracious. of bad losses last season. I don't really hate him at number if you put him at number one, I wouldn't really feel that weird about it given given the field. Given it, it does no offense to Will One. It, it feels strange seeing him at number one. Let's be honest, there's a lot of strange number ones right now in number twos. Like you're like, <laughs> and that's really? why he's number one. He's a 41. Cole Matthews. Cole Matthews number one. If I told you a year ago Cole Matthews would start this year number one, you would not believe me. Yeah. Like where was he ranked to start last year? Not not high. No, sir. Um, hey, I was what's uh, Will One's bad I was loss, at Iowa State campus yesterday. Oh my word, he's some... Johnny Love it. Getting some good uh getting some good content names and this dude casey swiderski he was firing me up what he said fired up about i asked him i said you know your schedule came out are there any kind of dates you know you're, you're looking forward to you're circling right away he goes i'm i'm ready to wrestle in carver they got the best guy there at the way people are saying i'm ready to take him on i'm ready to win whoa man you're loving this jewel iowa native well, he's <laughs> like a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch on Saturday morning cartoons. I think uh, so. Th- it's uh, it's confirmed and assumed he's going right. There's not even any yeah ambiguity. It sounds like, which is awesome. Um, and I think the, the obvious call. Man, you know what? Will Lewan's a tough number one when you had a loss to Johnny Lovett literally in February of that year. But yeah. he bowled out kind of at NCAs. I mean, Monday, bowled out. He Monday lost twice. Monday, Monday was going to be the number one guy, but yeah, then he. This he's is Quincy Monday's to... fault. This is Quin- Quincy yeah. should have stayed at one fifty-seven. So we have David David Carr too. Well, I don't. I, David David, I feel like should. I feel like the cut has been a thing for him. I feel like Quincy can do it. Um, one more year at fifty-seven. Um, it, but it. What we what we took away from 157, it makes 165 that much deeper and that yeah, much more fun this year. Very, Keegan, very... Keegan, if he wins this year, and especially he goes undefeated, Dude. He, he's going to get some good notches in his belt for this pound-for-pound pound list. Yeah. Man, yeah. honestly, wh- why why not Keegan for Hodge this year? You go in a way because the four-timer thing Hodges. and winner, uh, yeah, the four-timer thing and freaking – that's just Win Magazine is going to give it to one of them two dudes. No, not one. Stop. Stop. 
That's you're trying truth. to piss. You're just trying to piss me off this morning. I I know what you're doing, JD. I'm on to you. It's, hey. it's the, Keegan will have uh, he'll wrestle David Carr like three times in the span of like six weeks potentially. Nice. The, the duel is not till like mid to late February. It's in February. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big twelves. Those are they're those are both basically guaranteed to happen, and the NCAA is not guaranteed, obviously, but. It seems like they'll be on a collision course. Um, I'm curious if anyone at 165 can, will have like a super navigable schedule that can like. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Could get Chaz a super Tucker high seed. NCAs. Ch- Chaz Tucker their way to, a, to even, <laughs> even higher than the three seed. Nice seed. Yeah. Man, I think Spain I might be right about Andonian. Um, what a one! Yeah, but, but his, but his wins last year, Austin Gomez, like those are that's the oh, not. And you guys have him on the pound for pound. He'd be Milner. Yeah. He'd I mean, be pound Mil- for pound, Austin Gomez. He'd be Wait, John. How do you have Austin Gomez? Do you have, do you have Andonian on the pound for pound? Why do you even? Why do you have Gomez on there, but not Andoni when Andoni beat him twice in row and NCAA? I guarantee you, because he beat Sasso. But that's two wins, and the, the literally the last thing that happened, he beat him twice. And looking at like length of career, he's got like an RBY win. And he lost in. Uh, Look, that was a long time ago. That was. That was a long. The RBY time ago. win. We're oh counting that. Gosh. That's like 2017. In adult stuff like that. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, hey, and don't you took third at NCAAs? Uh, I think you could put him number. It's, it's Sasso, Tariq, and Ridge Lovett. Those guys are all really high level. I think you can definitely could argue him number one pretty easily. And you know what? Um, what I like about the argument for number one is I've always been big on not punishing a guy for being at a different weight and having excellence. And okay, so he changed weight, so now you've got to go and prove yeah. it. It's like, well, why? Why is that the case? Um, yeah. Just because it's a different weight class, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean much of anything. Um, there's so little. I agree. So yeah, man, I think I think Bryce Andonia number one. I think. Maybe Spay just conceded this point so he could get Spencer number one. I don't know if that's the kind of bartering you I guys mean, are doing. I I value wins over like Jacory Teamer as much as a Gomez win. Yeah, but My, what? How do you value a Johnny Lovett loss? Like you I know how many people? That. I ignore that. 
You ignore that. Well, that is very helpful for your argument because it, there are many Johnny Lovett comparables on Bryce Andonian's schedule, and he beat them all. Yeah, I mean, Luan had seven losses last year, guys. It's Carr, Monday, Deacon. Those are all good, but we got Johnny Lovett. You got Brayton Lee. You got Quincy Monday, Jacob Wright. Uh, dude, come on. He lost uh, to Jacob your Wright. kind of falling apart here. This is it's a it's disintegrating in our in our hands. Disintegrating. The dude balled out at NCAs. He Bryce did not Antonio. ball out. He, he had took a fifth place. <laughs> stop saying balled out. third. He did and great. Third he did at the weight below. He, he lost the Ridge Lovett, who lost and who got smoked in the finals. Okay. By, no, I'm, I'm, I'm making my own rankings, and Donian's number one. I think yeah, Bryce Antonio's number one. Yeah, I think so. And this is not any level of bias. I don't even know where he wrestles. I don't even know that. I just think he should be ranked number one. I think this I think is, Antonio's number one. It makes way more sense. He his his losses last year were Sasso, Tariq, Tariq, and uh, and Ridge. Like that's way better. And he took third, which is a higher placement than uh, Luan did. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'm just gonna let's move it. Just can, can you, Christian? I know you're kind of you know you know the things that flow. Just we can go into the back end and flip that thing around for us. I could flip it. Yeah, well, let's go flip, flip, flip it and reverse it. Um, All right, that might be the move. That might be the move here, folks. What's the chat <laughs> think think about this? There, is it just uh, Keith Gothard talking about Greco, or they they have a take here? Oh, for God's sakes! Um, on the YouTube chats, these dudes talking about getting dinner together at the All Star Classic. Oh, that's that's a blast. Um, they love <laughs> Keegan. They love Keegan. Oh yeah, uh, I might come to the All Star Classic. I was thinking about it. That would be awesome. Yeah, That'd be a good the only time. thing is I'm traveling other places that week, so that would be the only thing. I don't know if I'm gonna be on the road all. Let the us know. Time. We'll get you. We'll you know. get you on the list, bro. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, any other weights? That was a good one. Good pull there, uh, JD. Any um, others? That, that, that was kind of the big one. I'm sure there will be more as we... I don't like Brock Mahler at number nine. I don't know about this, guys. He... Um, That's two-time All-American right there. Or you know what? But you're going to have to eat your own words. I know. He, he, said... lost, he lost a few matches at 157 last year. Because he didn't want to cut weight and make 149. I, I get it. And I'm just yeah. saying, I don't like it. it That's all I'm well, saying. It's, it's, uh, he lost to Yaya at his last NCAA tournament. So, like, that was kind of the sticky point. Okay, but he was – so, okay, Yaya – I mean, listen, this is like you guys – when last year when you guys were pissing me off using McKee for everything as a measuring stick, when McKee has erratically different performances, so does Yaya. Yaya – had one really great NCAA, and besides that, he's all over the map. I mean, this dude's everywhere. Um, I mean, look at Mahler. Mahler was thirty-three and five as a true freshman. He was twenty-nine and one going into the NCAA, NCAAs as a, as a true sophomore, and then was twenty-one and two and took fifth place in twenty twenty-one. So in twenty twenty-one, he lost to Austin O'Connor in a tiebreak, and he lost to Yaya in the Conti semis. Those were his only two losses the entirety of the year. And in 2021, he had a Jaron Jensen loss, which is obviously not good, but he had 30 other wins. I mean, like the dude had a really good season. Yeah. It feels like it feels like rewarding him for not wrestling last year 
when it's like, okay, last time these two wrestled, yeah, it was better. No, but that's, I mean, that's like I said, you 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 can't measure one Yaya match against everything. I mean, Yaya has been all over the place with his results. I mean, he was the twenty four seed and then took third. Like, are we talking about the third place Yaya? Or are we talking about the twenty four seed Yaya? At least twenty five, somewhere in there. I would say I, I would be with you, um, but but those two losses last year to to Hunter Richard and Chase Saldate, I feel like yeah. that makes it. Right for whatever, right or wrong, I that's how I feel. He, okay, he lost to Yaya, and he has these two losses last year. He didn't wrestle. Mm-hmm. Start him back there. It's not a terrible starting position for for Brock. Yeah, and he can quickly move. The, looking at his schedule last year, how about that guy in the twenty twenty one court uh, Corona shortened season had twenty three matches. Like that's more how than did he, how did he do that? Brian Smith, great no, no, schedule. No. He did have twenty three. How how the hell? Look at it. So he had the so the tri duel right off the bat with uh, South Dakota, North Dakota, Oregon State, and then some duels. I guess did he get some extra matches or something in one of these duels? Well, they had that Cowboy Challenge tournament. Then he got three there, and then Max he got four, and NCAs he got what six? Yeah, no five, five, four, five. It's a lot five, of six, matches. Six, six. A lot of matches for a, a Corona shortened season. Yeah. I mean, that year, I mean, hey, he's got that win over Antonio. You guys want to put him number one? Let's talk about he's got a win over Parco. Uh, he's got a win over who else that year did he beat up on? Those would be the patch of his boo. He beat boo. I mean, he beat boo a bunch. Gomez. Yeah. Oh, wrong, wrong way. Wrong guy. Yeah. I got too many profiles pulled up here. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I don't love him at nine, but I'm, I understand where you guys come to that conclusion. Um, Conrad Budo at ten, knocking on, knocking on the door, baby. He's tough. He's interesting. This is a pretty deep way. You got guys like Jay Navis, Anthony Ardalona behind him. Dom Demas at fifteen. will be be curious to see how he looks at Cal Poly. Yeah. Um, I, I know this is not a, really a hot take here. One forty one though, I feel like it's gonna look way different by the end of the year. I, I you know, I think there's gonna be some true freshmen like a Suidarsky come on and do well. Maybe you know who uh, but like who else? You know whose time it is. Who? You, you I don't know. Me, you know. You're gonna make me say it. Coming down. Oh wait, well you guys have me number ten. That seems all right. Not for long. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, with this weight class, if there's a weight class made for him to move up, this is it. I mean, uh, Frankie Talshahar at, at seven. He I really think, came I, you know, on I, last year. He really had a good end really of the year impressed. last year, but yeah, you wouldn't have. Right, I didn't. I didn't right. see that one coming. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Um, we had a question, a Twitter question, um, from our man Jason Hildreth, and he said, "Which weight is more likely to have?" The most first-time A's, 141, 157, or another way. And I think it's 141. I think it's 141, yeah. Because, like, Alan Hart has been around 12 the last two years now, American. Andrew hey, Lira's I want to push back, though. I had looked up I looked up the true facts. I got the documents. Frankie Talchard was 1 and 2 at NCAAs, and he was 12 and 10 on the season. And he was 1 and 5 the year prior to that. So that, that seems kind of uh, – hey, you got Brock Mahler, who was uh, – 29 and one in his last full season. And you well, got Frankie Tal Shahar, who was 12 and 10. And you got Frankie's ranked higher. Cut off a limb, go 141. Uh, uh, that's funny. 
this yeah this this weight could could get completely turned on its head. I do yeah, feel like Cole and Real have cemented themselves, and even Berglund as like I feel confident those guys are gonna place right. Like feel really. Reasonably. I mean, place. Assuming they're healthy, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know else... if I would feel comp- that comfortable about Berglund. I mean, yeah, is he is he a tough guy who's going to wrestle hard every match? Yeah, but is he like uh, is he that good where he's a couple steps above everyone? Where no, nah, I don't really feel yeah, like that. Not. I feel like yeah, I feel like he lost to like say a Carter Young. You're really not going to be all that surprised. I mean, we were shocked when he beat Carter Young right. this year. Good point. He did lose yeah. to he got pinned by Dylan D'Amelio, who I think is an interesting guy this year. I think he's one that could I think he's one that could yeah continue to move up. Yes. There's gotta be some other people we're not thinking about. Where's the red shirt report? Can I read that? Um we guys don't have Swiderski in here at all. I think he can be a factor. Um I was gonna say one of the Ohio State freshmen, but obviously they cannot be in the lineup because you have D'Amelio in the lineup. Yeah, I don't know why D'Amelio's not higher than he is considering he didn't place last year, right? Well, where did Talshahar place? He also he was one and two. I tried. He to lost to Kenner at NCAs. Oof. Dylan Demilio, but Dylan Demilio's record last year was twenty two and eleven, which is significantly better than twelve and ten. But he did only have one win at NCAs. Let's see. But he, he beat Talshahar seven to one at Big Tens. Talshahar yeah. had the Carlson win at NCAs, which pulled him up. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I actually, know, uh, I mean, D'Amelio doesn't have that many bad losses. He's got a couple early, but then once the season got rolling, he lost to Red, Michik, Ironman, Lee, Rivera, Ironman again, uh, Berglund. Uh, you know, Kinner would be the bad loss. And then he lost to Ironman. He had some alarming ones early, though. He lost to Jacob yeah. Butler early. He lost to Dang. Angelo uh, Martinoni early. Yes. But then, like you said, he he kind of leveled off. I didn't realize he had such a good NCAs in twenty twenty one. He actually he lost the Seabass first jump and then won three in a row. So that you know three in a row puts you pretty deep at NCAs. Yes, um, and then lost to Demas fourteen to eight. Yeah, forty one is going to be a really fun weight. Um, Sammy Alvarez back in the mix. Um, Rutgers are going to have a really interesting lineup with the, their lightweights are. They're deep in a bunch of different weight classes. Wait, don't they got Joey Silva? Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. 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 Rutgers Michigan duel this year. It's happening. Could it ha- could it be Silva? Silva's time? I don't oh, know. My good. I th- I think truly Alvarez will be tough to unseat there at one forty one. But they've got a lot of, they have a lot of really good options down below for, for Rutgers. Fun fun team mm-hmm. for sure. Zargo kind of came on at the end of last year as well. Carter he had Young. some really good ones, but he had some really not so good ones also. That seems like sort of the story for this weight class. Yeah, I mean, he was in the, he was right in there with uh, uh, Cole Matthews. The, that first match was like, yeah, uh, I feel like he was coming back on him, you know. But then he got eight you know, zero. He got beat eight zero by Alirez, and then he got tech fault sixteen to zero by Nick Lee. Um, I feel like if guys can ride him, he's screwed, which is funny because Cole Matthews is generally pretty good on top. But he lost 5 0 to Tal Shahar, 16 0 to Nick Lee, and, and 8 0 to Alirez. Oh, I know who should be maybe not higher, but 
should definitely Who? be considered higher is Lachlan McNeil. Yeah, I saw his name because he just wrestled. Didn't he wrestle at the Worlds for Canada? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First contest. He has a win over your number eight, Ryan Jack. Did you know that, JD? That happens. Of course, I know this. <laughs> name a result I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's he's right. I mean, if these guys, if you look at this top ten, Lachlan McNeil for sure can be in there. Um, you know what does Carter Young look like, like in here? Willichell, though. He did, but Willichell's no. Uh, I don't know what happened. Complete no. Yeah, it was a lucky pin. I don't know. He's, it was a late match pin. Mm-hmm. I don't think the video exists, but Willichell's not bad at all. Um, okay. So he sat because Keyjean Clark was the guy last year, so he was redshirted. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other weights to discuss, James? Um. Hmm. Uh, I thought it was interesting that you guys also ranked. Uh, we talked about this. Uh, Whitlake at 184. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that he's gonna. That's happening. I'm interested to see. Apparently, apparently so. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious what he looks like at up two weight classes. Where did yeah. y'all put One, him? Twenty-two or something. Oh my gosh, Travis Whitlake number twenty-four. 24. Why is that not totally insane? Uh, I, yeah, he should probably be higher. Um, that, I think. That, all right, do you want to talk about that one or no? Because I want to talk about ninety-seven I, also. Let's talk about Whitlake first. Okay, I know he was nine and seven last year, but man, I He's mean, fourth place in it is. Yeah, and but more recently he went nine and seven and didn't qualify. Yeah, he lost his yeah, last I mean, one, two, three, four. Five matches and you know it, yeah. he's taking the mat so do you consider injury but he did, he wasn't losing to nobody's either yeah but there i i mean apparently there was some serious injury issues yes yes so yeah um but like, if they take it, the mat and finish it's the position match, he can obviously climb up from but man i i okay so here's my thought someone like that that you know in your mind in your heart in your brain is better than number 24, you could have probably justified him easily nine spots higher and not, you know, it's almost like you give him a little more grace to be on the front side. Because I'm sure there's people ahead of him that you could definitely make a case for going down below. I mean, yeah, if you just want to go with your gut with everything, ignore no, results. No, not, not, not just gut. There's there's actual arguments. Oh, your heart, you your heart as right, right. You said in your heart, as heart, well. gut, your brain. I mean, I mean, listen. He's how many spots is he behind Keegan Moore? Like, is is he that? I don't know. Last year he was. No, I I don't know. I disagree. He also wrestled Keegan really tough, and he just I think he was. For the record, I mean, Keegan Moore made round of sixteen last year. He, that's true. I, I think this Blake was just very hurt at the end of the year. And, and I agree. But, like, you can't just, like, basically the weight rankings are, like, wins and losses. Like, you you can't take it too much into, well, he was hurt. Like, you kind of just have to take results as they are. I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. Uh, now, you want to talk about 197, Ben? 
Uh, yeah, I think there's some really interesting things going on there. All right, talk about them. Well, it's deep again. You know, I remember uh, all these guys love beating each other. They do. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got. <laughs> Dude, look how deep this weight is. Okay, so go past the top eight. Number nine is Nino Bonacorsi. He's been a freaking NCAA Finals. Louis D. Perez has been really good. Caffey's been as high as number two. Norfleet's been a top five guy. Sloan, really, really good. Uh, Broadnagle was good at 84. He's moving up. Trumbull's freaking tough. You got world a Greg World Team uh, member, Braxton Amos at 23. Um, dude, this weight class is deep. Jackson Smith was Jackson uh, Smith's a beast. Junior world team member. He's an honorable mention. Yeah, this boy class is very deep. Billy Janzer. Not bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a crazy weight class. Um, mm -hmm. This is like maybe what, although some of the guys are leaving at 141. But like you look at like 141 where they all kind of beat each other. But it was like if 141 didn't have the top tier guys last year and all those guys could have gotten on the podium and we're looking at these guys being all Americans in a couple of years and it's all sort of like all American level dudes just beating each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've got freaking number, number, number 12, 12 has a win over number beat, one last year. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Um, 14, number has seven beat number two. two in the duel. Like, yep. Yeah. This is going to be a crazy one. And then you have the introduction, reintroduction of Michael Beard into this field. You have Bernie Truax, who I think mm -hmm. everyone universally agrees is pretty tremendous. He's good. And he's he, really I, good. Mm -hmm. un undoubtedly a title contender at this weight. No concerns that he's not going to move up to 197 and be just as productive. Um, he yeah. certainly had the frame to go up. Um, it, this is going to be a, a blast of a, of a weight. There's going to be a lot of good guys on the outside looking in. I think there's going to be guys that are in the top eight that don't place or don't even maybe necessarily make yeah. the rounds of 12. Um how much do we feel like Max Dean has separated himself? None. None? None? He almost lost to JL last year. Come on. And he almost lost to – who was the other guy he lost to? Um, help he me lost to here. Caffey and Dupre. Dupre. No, 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 no. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Dupre. Oh, Dupre, yes. Yeah, yeah. Let me – okay. Well, I, I was going to change it up, but you're citing NCAA matches. I was going to say how much do we feel like he separated himself at NCAAs? With the Penn State bump, none. It was he almost lost. Okay. Uh, without re, re without unearthing that the JILO situation, J, Jay's gone now. One, two, he's gotten it done. I mean, what the idea that he wouldn't get it done against basically the same field again? Like that to me is separation in my mind, and the fact what? that he goes. Wait, why? Are you crazy? No, I don't think. Listen, Penn State Homer Christian are they? Are they paying you? He he won. He literally won this tournament with this field. He won in, in okay. very close matches. Very close matches. Yes. Um, yeah. He's, so, and which, the, which the direction is, do you think this is going to go? How does this t typically play? Okay. Is, so is what this, I say, what I say, it's more likely than not that he wins. I'll, I'll be. I'll say it. Would I say he separated himself? No, I wouldn't say that at all. I think. I think there's probably a high likelihood. He takes a, an in-season loss or two um, and then comes back and wins at NCAAs with a whole bunch of really close matches. Yeah. What percent chance are you giving him of winning NCAAs against the entire field? Like, is it 
50 percent are you saying 50 50 i'd say 50 yeah that sounds about right i go a little higher i'd probably say 60 65 gonna go 98 <laughs> a little higher 98 <sighs> um no i i mean i just think that's what he did in year one he's he's gonna i mean listen I, at the same time taking off the the penn state homer glasses for a moment he is well into his college career right he is i'm not saying he's a finished product but he's got to be kind of close um but you would figure another year in the room another year to more importantly maybe get a little bit bigger as he's an 84 pounder um yeah i i think it could be and and the main thing is like just the the field, I don't think, has a lot of really super chance. I, I think Buchanan is honestly one of the toughest matchups for, for Max, and we didn't get to see it. Yes. We thought we could have sw- – I mean, I, th- I thought for sure he was going to beat Jacob Warner, and Warner tilts him and and makes his way to the final. Um, I think there are some, some landmines out there for, for Max, but I think – and I don't even disagree that he could lose in the regular season, right? Like that's not beyond the realm, but I think when it's – Time when to, push comes to shove. When push comes to shove, I think we know what's going to happen because we've seen it so many times. I think there's a good possibility of that, but I think there's also a chance he doesn't win. Uh, and For sure. and who? Let me let me ask you this. Okay, who? Who of the Penn State contingent has had this many close matches? And I, I think the only possible answer is Aaron Brooks, right? Um, like of the, on the team right now. Well, of the Penn State guys and in, in historically who have won uh, a handful of NCAs because, you know, it's not even like it's no, the semis and finals. I mean, we're to the JL match was round of 16. Yes. And when you think about Penn State guys, you definitely think you definitely think of guys who are rolling dudes up in the in the first round. Chinzo had some scary ones for sure. Chinzo had who? Some, uh, oh, Vincenzo mm-hmm. Joseph had a not that early. Isaiah what? Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me find it. I don't well, know. Isaiah White, well, you're right. Isaiah White was early. You are right on that one. Uh, um, but the one where Daniel Lewis is beating him, fre- I mean, that was number one of those Chenzo's freshman year. So who was, that was not a quarter. expected to win? That was a quarter. Um, yeah. Vincenzo. Where's Vincenzo's? I, I thought we said there was a possibility that Younger was going up to heavyweight. Didn't we? Didn't I thought I heard that to... too. Um, but I don't okay. think so. Why, why did we think that though? Do we think someone was coming in and going 97? We're talking well, about the recruiting we, Ferrari. I think that was just like AJ about. speculation before all the other stuff went down. Um, so okay. AJ out of this field for sure. How when's he out for sure? January. If he's not enrolled by January, he's out. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see any scenario. Yeah, it was a three-one sudden victory for uh, White or for Shield. Excuse me. Shields. Josh Josh Shields now. (laughs) I got there. I got there. Um, So, yeah, it's happened. But, you know, Isaiah White was really tough matchup. Good, really good wrestler. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, no, not a lot, but it happens. Okay. Any other weights? Should we should we jump to questions here? Yeah, let's go questions. Okay. Oh, we're talking um, when we're going to start doing the Monday shows. I think we're going to do it first Monday show, October 17th. Uh-oh. What, I, Whoa. what I'm thinking. Because I'm going 
on Thursday, no show Thursday, first of all, so you guys know. Wait. Then you can you can have that you can have that day off. You can okay. kill groundhogs early in the morning. You can pee. Uh, you know what? Whatever time I you think like. you can I pee think the, the whole coyotes have been getting the groundhogs. Who's getting them? Coyotes. Oh, shout out coyotes. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, you. You have very courageous coyotes, right? They don't. They come. Oh yeah, this, this one's wild. This in the middle of the day, running around, acting wild. Sounds like sounds rabid. <laughs> he comes. I'll beat his ass. He's a little guy. <laughs> He's a little right guy. Not chance. I will punt him so hard. Yeah, all you gotta do these. You would, these well, you would have to catch him. No, he's running well, at him. He's not yeah, going to chase he him. Down, oh, let's, oh, let's do this. Don't be a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> um, Depends about the Hasbula coyote. Yeah, so anyways, uh, no show Thursday. I'm going east for two weeks doing a bunch of Two shoots. weeks? Two weeks, baby. 14 days you're going east? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to what? me. Yeah. What a freaking trooper. Yeah, I'll be gone what? for the two weeks after that. Well, it's not. <laughs> uh, I'm not exactly trooping. I mean, I'm from there, so I'm gonna be staying with my parents and my wife. Oh, so it's part family. of a visit to your family too. Yeah, oh, I, th I thought you were literally doing like work stuff for two weeks straight. No, but pretty. The first week is pretty. I'm going to Pitt and then Penn State. Um, okay, and then Princeton. Okay, and we ran out of school Just to start with school. We we ran out, so then we're going to Virginia Tech the, on that Friday. Okay, um, got it. So yeah, that's a cool. busy week. But then the next week, uh, maybe not not so much. So anyways, October seventeenth, that's the Monday we're looking to to get started. But you guys listen, this is literally the first time that I'm hearing this. What about the Monday <laughs> or the October seventeenth? No, I knew we were gonna start Monday. I didn't, didn't, that's like that's a couple weeks away. I I think I'm good, but uh, you know, I said it'd be if, nice to have these details. Well, we literally determined them about four minutes before the show started. Tyler can <laughs> confirm. And uh, and if you just said yeah. I can't do it that day, we would push it back a week if it doesn't work. Oh, uh, so, let me see. It's okay. Uh, we'll we'll check my schedule live on TV. L no. um, <laughs> right here on the God news. Dang it all. Okay. Uh, uh, but I can't 17th. wait for Monday shows, honestly, because we'll be so fired up from the weekend. But October seventeenth, there's no matches yet. I, mean, I think it should be good, but there's no matches yet. I mean, just get it going. Ooh. Get people in the routine. Yeah, October 24, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it. Okay. But October 17, I'm good to go. Okay, the inaugural. Actually, FRL used to be on Mondays. Um, the OGs remember. Um I actually don't remember that. I, I, I had you guys downloaded to my phone, so I never listened live, but uh I did listen a lot. I don't remember being on Mondays. Yeah, it was like it was either Monday and Wednesday or Monday. I think it was Monday and Thursday first. Well, first was at night. Because I remember Ben, we I do the. I was on number one show and I was watching a high school movie. And I remember that it was at night, and uh, then we yes. moved to the morning. So it's been all over the place. Uh, returning to Monday, which makes a lot of sense. Okay, questions. Hey, before we get the questions, okay. I want to play this game with Ben, oh. NFL player or wrestling world medalist. Ooh, Tyler oh, I got this because I'll know the wrestling world medalist. Okay. Well. Lesser these are like, these are deep dives. Well, no, these are deep dives from like the fifties or sixties. The what? funny part is, the funny part know. is they're pop. Well, they're popular NFL players. So will Ben recognize oh. these popular NFL players? Uh, I think I, so. I think I actually will because like I what I was growing up, I was a football and baseball fan. I just don't watch any of it anymore. All right, let's test All this right. theory. Let's try it. And 
producer Tyler did the deep dive on the medalist. He picked up the NFL players. This was after Ben was going on a deep dive, looking at like random fifties <laughs> and sixties brackets. Uh, all right, so, let's do it. All right. Trent Brown. Trent Brown. That sounds like an NFL player. For yeah, sure. it does. Got it. Okay. New England Patriots. All right. Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. I'm going to go NFL player. That sounds like an... Right again. Yeah. Sounds like a very modern name. A lot of Super Joe Corso. Joe Corso. That's a wrestler. That's a wrestler for sure. Oh, yeah. Yep. We knew that 1979 one. World Bronze. Yep. He's still around. Darius Slay. Darius Slay. That's mm. got to be a football player. Or maybe it's Brandon Slay's older brother. Football. I'm saying football. Football. Yep. Eagles. This is not, four. This is not hard. I know. Not you're hard. crushing it. Raul Cascaret. Oh, that's a wrestler. He's Cuban, I believe. Right again, Cuban, little champ, 85. Ha, told you guys, you guys can't mess with me on this game. I'm going to defeat I know, I know. Viking Palm. What was his name? Viking Palm. Viking Palm? Like V-I-K-I-N-G? Yes. That's I an mean, NFL player, I, I believe. Uh I'm like I think he's trying to trick us in this one, so I'm gonna say wrestler. No. It is a wrestler. What? <laughs> Viking Palm? <laughs> Look him That's up. He's got a media page. That's oh a great my name right gosh. there. Gosh, what a beast. Was he American? Yes. Wow. Or Sweden. He was Swedish. Swedish. <laughs> yes. Viking Palm. That what a great name. <laughs> he was from Sweden, America. What a he was yeah. a literal Viking. Literal Viking. From Viking Town, USA. All right, we stumped him. You stumped him. Actually, no, he's got him all right. I got it. No, wrong. I'm undefeated, baby. Mm-hmm. I got it wrong. You got. How do you more? spell this guy's name? I'm trying to look this guy up. Viking P A L M. Yeah. Yes, like the hand. <laughs> Weird. Y'all oh, hear yeah, that drumming? I found him. He he died. The late great Viking Palm. Looks like a strong guy right here. Mm-hmm. He did in three Olympics. Okay. Nice. All right. Good questions. There is just an update from the studio. There is somewhere in this area a drum kit being played. I don't know if you can hear it right now. It stopped. But somewhere I I can hear it. I don't know why that would be, but it's happening. I'll I'll investigate later. Um, the ADCC drum? No, it's like an actual kit. Um hi-hat snare, kick drum. Okay. CP Talk, any flow films in the future? Any other fun content coming out soon? Well, yes, if you didn't see the show last time, CP Talk, we played the trailer for No Sad Stories. You have to watch the whole show because we sometimes play some cool stuff. So No Sad Stories coming soon, and we have an RBY film we've been working on. I think that's coming out in 2023, early 2023. So be on the lookout for that. That should be great. Anything I'm missing, JD? There is things. There's a lot of other things. Um, Those are the uh, like concrete ones that are on the horizon. Yes. Okay. Um, next question. Paul McDermott. Did Dake move to Nittany Lime because they were looking for a more defensive wrestler for the room as opposed to Penn State style we've seen over the years? I doubt that's the reason why. I think you I just want to – you can get Kyle Dake in your room. 
do it. It's probably not stylistically relevant. Although one of the things the Penn State room does boast is a lot of different successful wrestlers with a lot of different styles. And certainly his is unique and can present a lot of challenges. And like Kyle can wrestle. I don't know if he still does, but obviously he can go up and compete with like big, big wrestlers and do well. Yes. Hence his 86 thing. Um, is David Taylor officially the number two pound for pound wrestler in the world? What do you think? By Jamie? flow wrestling, he is not. What is he? Three. A one, Zarbek Sidikov is number two. Mm. Kind of, kind of fair. Although Sidikov got basically gifted his spot on the, I think it was the Olympic team. He literally hit a Granby roll and didn't give up any exposure. So this is true. But I he think won. he should be able to do a Granby roll. That that and that's a that's a story for another day. Okay, Jed Cox making a point I kind of tried to make maybe. Oh, Tabor is actually four. Ugoyev is three. Mm. Nah, Ugoyev stinks. Get him out of there. Beat it. Didn't Ugoyev just lose? No. I'm not wrong. I thought I'm, he did at Russian National. I'm pretty sure he just lost, did. bro. Like a couple weeks lost. ago. Yeah, I think so. I don't huh? think I'm wrong here. I don't think he's been wrestling. Rashidov lost. No, he lost at the thing. I'm pretty sure he lost at that same thing Rashidov lost to. I think so. He didn't wrestle. He lost to Cidercade, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, my goodness. I know anyone would get that. I knew JD would. Um, I'm pretty sure this dude just lost. Dang it. Where's Kozak? He's kind of been chilling. No. We're gonna come back. This, come on, chat, help me out. I know, I know this happened. Um, Kozak okay. listens a lot. Maybe he might be in. Kozak. Sometimes he's Let's in the go. chat. Maybe not today. I'm gonna find this. Can y'all cover for me for like two minutes while I find this? Uh, okay, ask me another question, JD. Let's do this. All right. Dang it! It was Abbas Kadzi who lost. Yes, he did mm, at 61. Go. That's who I thought was Agoyev, who's not Agoyev. Crap. JD's right yet again. This is one of the worst shows ever. <laughs> um, well, okay. How, how do we feel about these Russians getting to uh, kind of keep their spots? Hmm. Uh, if they go they, one more world, yeah, then I it's like you, you can't. Hey, I saw actually on instagram the other day the russians are putting on a tournament and they invited uh the top iranians to come it they haven't uh, accepted or denied yet really i think uh champ gets like a million rubles what is that that? us uh it's me the ruble actually is doing very well initially when they started the invasion it went down but now it's bounced to 20-year highs rubles Uh, not the dollar not the british pound though let's see one, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, wait, a million rubles. I'm sorry. One, two, three, four. It's like $169,000. That's some good money right there. Some good coinage. No. Wait. Yeah. No, it's 16000 16, uh, I put on one too many zeros in my Google translating. Yeah, yeah you did. Google. Well, what's another zero? You know, make it make it $10 million, Russia, just for that $169,000. Um, okay. Let me see if I can find the post. 
Jed Cox, curious how we can make a case for Dake on Rushmore or Goat because he kept JB off an Olympic team when, and potentially too, uh, when JB has kept Dake off multiple teams. Yeah, I do think that is a point for Rose that was not made. I think it's, I think it's one. No, I debated this. I said one. He gave him up the 16 team. The 12 team doesn't count, guys. He was uh, Kyle Dake still had a couple years of college left at that point. He had a year of college left. and Okay, he just finished his junior year. Yeah. Yeah. He kept him off in 13 and that wasn't that wasn't really a thing back then. So we I thought we were talking about Olympic teams, but yeah, that wasn't really a thing. It would be like if Jordan tried to make the 2010 world team. Yes, 29, yeah, 2009. I think he probably would have by the way. Oh, jeez. He might have. 909, yeah. I don't think. Well, maybe. We'll see. That wasn't the year he was hurt, was it? No, 20... oh, he got yeah. hurt. He right? got or wait, no, it was 09. Yeah, 09 he got hurt. Yep. Well though yeah. 2008, 2009 season, he won 157. 910 was his injury year. He got hurt against Steve Brown. So he wouldn't have even tried to make the team before his last year of college. Yeah. Would have been interesting had he run the table that year. Like, would Jordan have started his run one year earlier if he was healthy or was it just something he just threw his hat in the ring at in 2011? Um, other question. I think D- D- Taylor maybe should be number two pound for pound because he's so he's so dominant. He's dominated a rivalry against a definite top four pound for pound contender guy in Yazdani, yep. and he's in now. You could usually say David Taylor's in the streets. Um, this was the one year where he wasn't super in the streets other than his injury year. Yeah. And apparently he was dealing with an injury. But in general, he's an extremely active competitor. He's very dominant. Um, his last non-Yazdani loss, I think, was... I think he maybe... Did he lose one after Jaden to, like, some Russian at Uregan? Or am I misremembering? I, I don't his last loss that. really Jaden? I was going to say Jaden. It, he definitely could, did that. I don't remember if it was before or after Jaden. I think it was before. Yeah, it may have been. So this is a it, guy who just basically yeah. wrestles all the time. He's lost to Jaden and Yazdani. That's in the last five years now, almost. That's impressive. It, it, it is tough, I will say, when they start out below and Sitikov and Yugoyev don't lose. True. Um, and it, and like David Taylor, even even after David had beaten Yazdani and like went ahead of Yazdani. So like at what point do you jump them for a wins he already had when you made him number four? Yeah, gotcha. Um Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um how's good's uh Coach K's question, Mike Shashevsky? About our performance at Worlds. Should we play that now? Yeah, we can play it. All right, let's play it. Hey, what's up, guys? Coach K here. Got a little post-Worlds question for you. Now that the dust kind of settled, what do you guys think was the most impactful reason why USA walked away with eight in the finals or whatever it was and eight medals? Uh, was it that Russia wasn't there? Was it the balanced brackets and the seated brackets? Was the Team USA is just really good? Obviously, it's a combination of all three of those, but, like, 
you know, which was the most impactful reason that we got did so well this year? Coach K. Uh, I think this is easy. If we're if we're saying specifically eight in the finals, it's Russia wasn't Russia. there. Yeah, for sure. Easy. For yeah. sure, it's that. But obviously, eight 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 medals would have also been a historic performance. Even if you know some of our guys get knocked down in a third or something, um, that's still a historical performance. So, um, you know, if we want to say the greater of the greater picture of why we did that well, I think there's a lot of other reasons. But if we want to say the finals, that's Russia's not there. Yeah, I would say it's it is that, and the other things are also true. Very very true, and um, the balance brackets are great, and USA is just awesome right now. But yeah, yes. no Russia is a huge factor in that. Mm-hmm. Okay, any more questions? I think this is sort of an obvious answer. What's more likely to happen? Dayton gets second for the fourth time in a row, or Vito makes a final over fix? I th- That's easy. It's Dayton getting second again. Right, that's so, like yeah. the odds-on most likely thing. Like he is, it's unlikely that anyone beats him, and it is Roman is favored to beat yeah. him again. What if? Yeah, although I, I, I'm interested in Vito versus Roman and Vito versus Fix and Folkstyle. I, I think it's a fun match. Yeah. What if it's what's more likely to happen? Dayton gets second for a fifth time, or Vito makes a final over Fix. I don't even want to think about Dayton getting yeah, let's second five times. Yeah, that's just. I just don't want that for anyone. That's not good that for would not be able to make it in our no set stories series. That's, that's that would be very sad. That would be, you know, there's worse things in life, but you know, that'd be, that'd be a tough one. That's a hard one. That would be tough. Um, yeah. I don't want to end on that. Jeez. My gosh. It's not that sad. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, you know, honestly, we, like... we kind of glanced over maybe we'll talk tomorrow, but, um, and you can end on this note and then maybe we'll play it tomorrow. But it's, uh, there was a bunch of good matchups at uh, the Elite Eight this weekend. What was your favorite one, Christian? I don't know. I didn't watch. <gasps> I was not able to watch all of them. Um, I didn't watch a lot, but I did watch uh, kind of some of the better ones. Joel Adams, uh, he always has some crazy ones. He had some more crazy ones. He actually he started out going 0-2. Uh, and, and, yeah, and then he was trailing in his third match. Too, but he ended up winning that one against, and that was a ranked kid. And then he went on to beat the number six kid in the country. Um, too, there was a bunch of crazy results. Maybe um, David Brake, and he can probably speak more. I almost thought um, about asking better. him to come on, but he was—he literally didn't get home till like yesterday evening. I was like, ah, yeah. Jack Forrest, um balled out though. He—he he was probably yeah. MVP yeah. of Elite Eight uh, Duels. MP3 of Elite Eight Duels. Jack Forrest up at one twenty-six. Killed everybody, um, including a big pen. So he he's probably MVP. He went one twenty six. Everyone's been he'll tell- be back down for twenty. Yeah, Everyone's he'll be been back telling down me he's so so small. To believe all these people were. Forget who who I was arguing with about that. I I thought Jax was looked substantially looked like a big guy at uh like a big one twenty at who's number one. People were like, oh. I know who. Never mind. I know who it was. I'll text him later. <laughs> uh, Latrell Schaefer uh, had a great performance too. He was an unranked kid. He beat number two D Lockett. I saw um, that. Yep, and uh, a couple other ranked kids. So it's insane to see the level of de- like seventy 
some ranked kids at one dual tournament is pretty insane. Yeah, Not to mention well, you had you had a lot of these PNL teams were legendary too. teams. Yeah, I know, but um, just to have that many to have, basically have two huge high school tournaments like that that both are oh that yeah tough. So that was cool. Yeah, it was, um, uh, David Bray's got his work cut out for him for uh, uh, Upton High School rankings because right. there's a lot of results. And Bo Nichols fighting tonight? Is that David right? White Contender oh, Series. Yeah, Bo Nichols fighting that. Yep. I believe if slash when he wins this one, I think he'll he will officially get signed to the UFC. That is he's obviously been like been signed or not signed, but with them for a while. And this oh, is the Kassar finale, announced right? Kassar announced his MMA debut coming up uh, November as well. Boom. Who's he fighting? I don't know. He it just put up an Instagram bum, post saying for a while. Yeah, he'll do Bo Nickel route probably. It says November 19th. The journey begins. Good luck, Anthony Kassar. That should be sick. Uh, yeah, good luck to Bo. He was a minus 1,500 favorite uh, last I saw. That's pretty substantial favorite. I think it might have even gone up to minus 1,600. Well, Very large. So if you bet $1,600, you can win 100. Oh, so, baby. Something to think about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get the heck out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to have Shane Sparks on, I hope and pray. Um, so what is this Shane. music? Roadhouse. Oh, man. We do need another. I Someone was tweeting us about Roadhouse and the stakeout in the monster truck. That is a classic. Oh, my God. Classic. Somebody uh, emailed me a picture of a what appeared to be airbrushed van of Roadhouse. I'll have to send it to you guys. Please send it. it we can show phenomenal. it tomorrow for our friends. Thank you, friends. We'll see you Peace. tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday. Goodbye.